ladies and gentlemen, welcome on back to the X-Wing segment of the Wide World of Wargaming. As always, I am your host, Vince Borgato. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. There will be a substantial reward for the one who finds the Millennium Falcon. And Mr. Drew Bishop. It will be me. You probably didn't recognize me because of the red arm. We are happy to be joined by the creative producer and video editor of the Gold Squadron podcast and world-renowned tabletop simulator table flipper, Mr. Nick Sperry. Uh, I don't know you guys had quotes, so uh, something, 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 dark side. <laughs> so I think so. We've actually had that quote like five times. That exact quote, like oh, perfect, times. perfect. It's hard uh, to top the red arm reference, so I had to just pull that one out. I guess. <laughs> oh, you said red arm. Okay, the red arm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so I'm I'm painting an ogre army for Age of Sigmar, and I just realized I like my color scheme. All the army has like all of them have their their right arm is red, and I was like, oh my god, this is perfect. So <laughs> I, I thought you said for some reason I thought you said red armor and I was trying to figure out what cartoon or anime this was from and I wasn't oh, getting it. Not anything. quite. Yep, oh. the red arm. We have exactly one topic tonight: the future of hyperspace. We're going to go faction by faction and break down where we think the weaknesses in each faction's current hyperspace lineup are, how it can be improved, and how we think that would affect the overall balance of the format. So I just happen to have Yasby open because I do all the time now. And hilariously enough, uh, Rebels are the first one when you go left to right. I don't know how that happened. Looking at B-Wing, Y-Wing, Falcon, A-Wing, and limited numbers of X-Wing, I think it's safe to say that it's really hurt Rebels to not have the U-Wing the sh- or either of the shuttles in terms of having a low-cost crew carrier. Is that a fair estimation? I agree with that. Um, I, I agree with that. I don't think that's necessarily their, their only limitation. I actually, you know personally believe rebels are like you know kind of middle of the pack in terms of of hyperspace especially when you're seeing the t65 being used a lot in uh you know squadrons of of uh four four or five you can mix Mm -hmm. some name pilots in there too but yeah i agree with that it's definitely the support element is lacking a little bit what are our parameters are we assuming that they want to keep a curated list of five chassis if you give them the u-wing which would obviously add a lot of utility to rebels what do you take away or do you not take anything? If we're going to keep it to five, what's ex- what is the excess in the current Rebels for hyperspace? What would you take out and what would you replace it with? So I wouldn't. Uh, I think that the, the weakness in Rebels right now is in the RZ-1 A-Wing. I don't particularly disagree. As good as Jake is, both as a support piece and as you know his own mini pocket ace, uh, the other three, sh- the other three uh, ships nope. in that are just not competitive in the current hyperspace format they just aren't you you answered your own question though vince all we're seeing in hyperspace is jake and occasionally like the rz1 like the generic but like those are the only two the phoenix squad i haven't seen um, one personally but yeah i i agree I and forgot i'm to mention. one of the world's <laughs> biggest arvel fanboys and even i'm not flying him in hyperspace. I mean, i'd like to shout out the y-wing all right i mean in terms of how often are That's we seeing true. a y-wing being used in hyperspace right now um dutch vander we all know dutch and nora but i mean i am not seeing um either if you i would imagine if you were to fly the y-wings in a competitive hyperspace list you would have one of those two if not both of those name pilots um and we're just not seeing it i or at least i'm not you guys correct me if you see that in your local meta um i'm not seeing it we don't really talk we don't really deal in local meta here we we do try to take a more broad stroke yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, it's, it's the age of the internet, you know, with List Fortress and Tabletop TO, we have access to information from all over the world and it behooves us to inhale all of such information for a more accurate view. Um, I, I agree with you, by the way. I think that it's sad that all you're yeah. seeing is Dutch, who, by the way, is overpriced. Um, yep. And maybe Noro, and only ever Noro with an ion cannon turret. It, it's really yeah. only one build for either um, one. Right. And, and that's the weakness, right? You've got two cannons to choose from, and neither one of them is particularly worth the points on a chassis that's arguably a little bit overcosted. And it's overcosted, not to go back to the very beginning, but it's overcosted because it's got one agility and it's got even hole points, and it can legit be half pointed yeah. on yeah. a It could take shot. a crit in the first shot. Yeah. Oh, the, the Y wing, ex in my opinion, the Y wing exists in X wing to give Vader free victory points. <laughs> Just like the movies, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, I'm not, no, because I've played him enough times to know it. <laughs> yeah. So imagine, just for example, imagine Nora in a Y wing with a a range one, range one legitimately dangerous turret. I mean, what are we calling dangerous? Are we going to start swapping? Are we going to start putting, you know, three die equivalent to I mean, primary remember, only I'm, real damage turrets in the game? Like, do we want one. that? Um, I don't have a problem with a with a four dice turret at range one on a with the appropriate cost on a ship like the Y wing. I I don't really have a problem with that. Here's something I think there I think the reason maybe the Y Wing like is is being overshadowed, aside from like the obvious things that we mentioned with its stats and just what it has to offer right now with our options, is that you can't just put exactly. take Dutch or Nora as is. So you have to look at their actual cost as a much higher number. Ten, you know, between what is the three yeah. to at least three, but I'd say up to 10 points more. So Dutch being 50 or being 51. And then all you have to do is just look at Braylon or 10 and you're like, Oh, here's a much better one agility ship with much better abilities. And they're much more survivable. And then that's, that's why you see people flying the B wings because they see those comparisons and they pick the B wing pilots over the Y wing pilots because they're cheaper and the upgrades that they need aren't going to be much more than their base cost. Yeah, uh, and you know, you t I, I we want I want to be real careful with how we cost the Y wing, only because at a certain point, if you go much lower yeah. than thirty for a gray squad, it is going to become abusive to be able to put you know forty plus hold points on the field. Um, but at the same time, it's forty hold points of two dice with a terrible dial. Do you, know, you guys know this is? We're not talking about Tie Fighters. Here. We're not, especially the because dial. they don't have access to a Howl. Do, do you guys know what uh, color maneuvers are most common on the Y wing? Yeah. No, red. There are the Rebel. White. You mean the Republic or the Rebel? The Rebel Y Wing has, I'm staring at it, seven like it. Y It just yeah. feels like there's a lot of reds because it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. It's the same thing. The, like, I'm not going to dive in. We can dive into this later, but just that, that very broad comparison with the, the counterpart, the, the BTLB Y Wing, the Republic one, where it styles even worse. 
and, and it, it is a psychological effect with this Y-Wing. We'll, we'll specify in this one, you know, for this uh, comparison that we're doing, like with looking right. at that dial, it's like your options is like, I can't even do a three hard. I can't move fast. Yeah. If I want to turn around, I got to go pretty fat, pretty far forward uh, to get around. See, the thing is, I don't, how do you even fly I, them? I don't like, think that you really need to what worry do you about do? that. <laughs> use it so much. So the, the problem with Y-Wings in 1E was when they were flown en masse was the twin laser turret. That was a turret that went out to range three and did hyper, hyper reliable damage. Um, if you if you are careful with the, the types of turrets you have and so forth, you could have six Y-Wings on the table. And honestly, it you'd have to fly it really, really, really well to, to win games. Um, which is the way it should be, right? Well, I, I, I don't, I don't know how carefully you should, I, I don't know if you should ever even make the Y-Wing a primary ship right. in a list. Like it's really dangerous to build a list around a Dutch Vander, too, by ever. the way. Like, it's, and, it's very hard. Well, we've kind of touched oh, yeah, down no, upon the like, fact that, Dutch you know, is, if we had to pick equipment. one of the ships if to go, it all, sounds like Dutch it'd be the Y-Wing, because the B-Wing just does what it does, but better, right? It has more damage output, better abilities. Um, or you remove the B-Wing, but I do feel right. like if we do add in the U-Wing, it has to be very specific pilots. Not only that, but also yeah, because like, we don't want to see four U-wings. And I know that they, of course, nerf this from the points, but like the whole Braylon and you know passing around stress and Cassian removing stress and and all that, right? Like, do we want to see that in hyperspace? I guess maybe to to boost rebels a little bit because they're kind of middle of the pack at the moment. Like, you know, if you look at it as a whole, everything that's better than rebels is better because it's you know quote unquote busted in some way or something is you know undercosted. But where you know to where it should be, right? I I'm not sure how much I agree with that. I'm not even sure I'd put rebels at the fifth best hyperspace faction if I'm honest. Like, cause I, I can I can give you a list from almost every faction right now. That will shred the best rebel list that I can put on the board, which I would argue is Lando, Luke, Braylon, uh, Boba Fett, uh, Fen Fett will destroy any rebel list flown correctly. Like not even, it won't even be funny. It will destroy you. You have no chance. Droids, you're never beating that with. You, you, I won't say never. It is unlikely you will beat that with two ships with one agility. No matter how too much of a tank Luke is against two die shots, um, that list will very badly lose to four T70s with any kind of upgrades. I because I've done it. Uh, who am I missing? First order, tie silencers will wreck that list, especially Kylo Blackout, and pick your favorite. And then, like, just droid swarm. <laughs> Oh, I almost forgot about the four CLT Jedi. Um, as much as I love you, which is something you can see all the time in hyperspace. I love you, Wings. Um, I really think that the theme of Rebels should stick with crew on the Falcon, and I want to see. I just want to see better, better A wings. I want to see more options for A wings. 
I want to see amazing talent slots that take two talent slots to use. Um, and I know that you guys usually, you know, you don't dive, dive in the list necessarily, but something that is something to keep in mind that is a fun rebel list that is also, I think, pretty good is, you know, the combination of uh, Luke, Thane, and Lando, um, especially as Vince mentioned with the what's available support wise, Lando fills that that role and is so versatile with it, too. It's really good. So. Um, but unfortunately beyond that, you know, in terms of three of lists, especially you're not going to get much, um, with what's available. You're going to, you know, plug a couple B wings in there and, you know, Jake and, you know, a filler basically. It's not very exciting. Uh, yeah, not, yeah. And let's keep it a buck. We're not even yeah. seeing, we've never seen the generic B wings played. So I, you know, I think the way hyperspace is set up right now, it really does favor even more of a limited array of pilots than extended ones. If I, if I was going to fix Rebels, number one, and I say this a as a fanboy, but because he's necessary, I'm putting Wedge back. Yeah, in I was hyperspace. sad to hear it when they took him out. It was like, uh, as long as Ben Rao and Boba Fett exist in hyperspace, Wedge should exist as a natural counter. Yeah, because wedges value too. He's so cheap. With with you know afterburners and all that stuff too, like all that stuff. He's still so cheap. So like whenever I fly wedge, I never feel bad when I lose him if I'm able to make a trade. And um, it's nice to have that piece in your list. Yeah, that's what he is. That's what he's for. He's you trade wedge for the other guy's six, and you hope that your fours and fives beat his fours and fives. That like. The way I trade see X Wing right now, that, or, especially like mm-hmm. that's the way I see X Wing right now for Rebels is trade out your wedge or hope Luke punches above his weight class. That's nah. really all I got. Oof. But what do you guys think of putting the sheath of feet in hyperspace? Well, but that's it, the highlighting like AP five in particular, like or uh, Fen. I mean, Zeb has been used. Yeah. Guys are using Fen Rao in extended yeah. events now. Yeah, like yeah. what the. Fuck? But- but that's the biggest thing, though, right? Like, if you put AP5 in hyperspace that's, and, and other pilots, that's all yeah. you're going to see is AP5. Yeah. AP5 with uh, Luke and Wedge just loaded out, too, is brutal. But that's, come on, when has that been a win, like a tournament winning list? It's not amazing, but um, I mean, you, you, you could start to see Recent. more heavy loaded up rebel lists if AP5, because uh, AP5 is so cheap and you get that coordinate, you know, it's not a, the, the ship itself is a decent filler ship. It provides, a couple of different opportunities for your list and how to execute your game. Um, I don't, I wouldn't have a problem with that personally. I, I don't think I would be like of all the things that they could add or remove. I would probably be like, well, eh, it makes sense. You know, that's my opinion. I just think that the rebels among all of the factions right now, the, the hyperspace list is it's curated for the original trilogy movies. Um, and, and I, I mean, maybe they'll change that. But I think it's just a selling point. Those ships are just so freaking iconic and easy to recognize yeah. across a across a game store, and I think that's what they want. And and it's top down. The five ships and rebels, top down, Battle of Endor. 
Um, let's move on from Rebels. Let's talk about what some people say is actually the, and I can't believe the words are coming out of my mouth, the worst faction in hyperspace, <laughs> uh, which is Imperials, which we could honestly just call Duchess, Vader, and whatever else you could put on the board. When you look at Decimator, I mean, I can't I, I don't know why the Decimator's in hyperspace. You have Darth, I'm just going to call it the Darth Vader, the TIE Reaper, which has never been a first class ship in 2.0. Not even most of the good tie uh, LNs. The striker, which again is like Duchess, Pure Sabacc, and then Scrubs. And then the Decimator. Like, is that a new pilot, Scrubs? Planetary <laughs> Sentinels in the Black Squadrons, or they're Scrub. It just sounds like a pilot name, though. I could totally buy into that. Yeah. What would you guys say is the problem with Empire and Hyperspace, and how would you fix it? What would you swap out? <laughs> I tell you what, I'm going to just start this, and I'm going to throw the grenade in the middle of the room. I would put the TIE Interceptor without Suntir Fell into Hyper. I'm the firm belief that Suntir Fell being removed from the... Um, like, it was... It, I didn't think it was necessary. Suntir's not. Like, people have to be really good to actually utilize Suntir the way that he can be utilized to his maximum potential. I, I wouldn't have a problem with the Interceptor being back with Suntir Fell. I, I think... He's. I just have never had a problem with Suntir Fell in X-wing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna push back just a little bit, sort sure. of a lateral push. I I like Suntir Fell. I think it's fun. Um, I I think that the the Ace game has a place in X-wing. I do not think that you have to be a good or great player to play Suntir Fell well. I think that you simply have to be a player that is willing to not engage. You have to, and I don't mean I don't mean stall. I, I mean you have to be a player that is simply willing to wait and wait and wait until the other player uh, tips his hand, and that's what it takes to be a good superior. Yeah, sure. Player. Also, you have to be willing to bid really deep. Yeah, and I I I agree I agree with that. Um, but there's a couple things I'll do a little bit of a lateral pushback as well. Um, one thing is uh, with soon tier, typically you're going to see some upgrades on soon tier as well. You might see, let's say, a targeting computer. You might see, um, a hull upgrade. Um, you can fly soon tier fell naked, but I don't see that very often. There's usually a couple upgrades on him. So between three, two, two. 10 points of upgrades or whatever. So we're on 60 points or 50 plus to 60 points. So with that said, one, he's just enough points that him not engaging in the lit, like in the game is a, is, is a negative effect for the player as well, because that is a piece that is expensive enough that it's not contributing. So I think that it depends on how, how you play your caginess. You know, if you're just refusing to engage with soon fell, then your opponent is just like, okay, well, that's a 60-something point or 50-plus point ship that's just not participating in the game. So we'll go for the other ships, and then we'll figure it out later. You know, I think people are starting to not take the bait as much. Going for the other ships is exactly what Suntir Fell's waiting. Um, and, that, and that's what I mean. Um, it is... I, I'm not saying that Suntir Fell never joins in the fight. I'm saying that Suntir Fell joins in the fight after you have chosen which way you're going to go. Um, and because it's Suntir Fell and because he's so hyper-maneuverable, he can do that. Um, so to answer your point, Vince, I wouldn't have a problem with um, with TIE Interceptors in hyperspace. They were, right? 
um, until until it changed. Um, I just think tie interceptors yeah. look awesome. Um, I, I I love the play. I agree. The I love her and the striker. I just don't think that it, it. I just don't think that they need to. They need to be in the game when, if especially if interceptors but, are in there. If but there's the thing though, Jeff. Like strikers are already in, and we're um, still not seeing Imperials really like make it all that well. I don't think adding the interceptor would actually give them the boost they need to to have a better showing at tournaments. That's why I think if if you put if you put soon tier back, and I'm not necessarily advocating for soon tier being put back in hyperspace, but you that might right. spike it to get people to play Empire again. If you if if we're just talking about getting people to play Empire again in hyperspace, that would probably do it um, because then you could. I, I think you guys might be surprised how good spamming saber saber interceptors actually is. Uh, yep. Oh yeah, you could pair it with Gideon too. Really good. Yep. The reason I don't want to put, I, I'll be, I have exactly one combo in mind why I don't want to see Suntier fell in hyperspace. And all you do is slap out maneuver on him. That's why I don't want to see him in hyperspace. But then he's so expensive that. He's I, not any more expensive. Than, he, no, he's not any more expensive than if all you did was put a hole upgrade on him, which marginally improves his survivability and true. doesn't improve how long he lasts in terms of giving up half points. Yeah, when you put, when you put a uh, out maneuver on. Pretty much any ship that that becomes the target. Anything. That's like so. Soon tier is like gotta go. So you know, I don't. That's mm-hmm. all about execution at that point. So it's all up in the air. So I think when you put an upgrade like whole upgrade on soon tier, you could still dance around and be ignored. And then, like Jeff said, you could strike. But when you have outmaneuver, your opponent, if they know what they're doing, should be aware of the dangers of a soon tier without maneuver getting in a scrum without getting shot back. So they usually go all in on soon tier, which could be part of your, you know, your game plan. But typically I find that to be the case that there's a lot more pressure on keeping soon tier alive right. in situations without maneuver. What, what would you, if, if you guys were going to curate this list, what would you drop and what would you add? Okay. Let me take this. I, w- I would drop the striker, the reaper and the decimator in favor of, and I'm not saying these are the only changes because there would have to be other changes, but in favor of the Interceptor, the Lambda, and I have the other one, and the Bomber. The Bomber over the Punisher? Yeah. yeah. Is that just because uh, you don't want to see Redline? <laughs> no, I mean, there's no particular reason. I just think that, uh, I just really, I actually just kind of like Bomber lists. I think lists that are using Bombers are pretty cool. Um, if they're careful with it, I'd like to see them bring something back from 1E, which is the bomber shuttle configuration, um, where you can carry a single crew member in in a bomber. Um, what's the expense? You, you, what was it, Drew? You drop your... You, you basically lose, you lose all of your munitions and you gain a crew slot. So... Um, for the time so I'd like armor. to see it keep bombs, for instance, and be able to carry a crew member. But then you'll get you'll get um, Sloan bomber list. There's already one that I saw the other day. Um, well, not the other day. It was like months ago now. Um, it was uh, five bombers with barrage Jetted. rockets and um, what's his name? The the lambda that allows you to target lock anywhere on the board, twice a game. Jandon. Jandon, yeah, and that looked pretty gross. Um, but there's the other thing too about the Punisher Vince is 
you know, they could have the Punisher to hyperspace, but not have Redline, which yeah. I think is interesting. I think that's probably one of the biggest boons to hyperspaces is removing select pilots. Although, of course, as we've spoken about with Wedge, they they have said they have seemed to remove some of the more key ones, right? Or or favorited ones. Yeah, like why is old like why is old Terok not hyperspace legal? Right. Well, maybe. Well, maybe though. Um, Jeff, uh, to add to your bombers, what if they removed the first two generics or, or just the, the, the cheapest one, uh, yeah, right? Uh, and like force you to use, cause we don't ever yeah. see, you know, major rhymer oh, or, sure. or any of the others. I've seen some Jonas's floating around, but yeah. Yeah. Like, Jonas, the reroll, free rerolls is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I would take Jonas out. He's still, ra- he's still rare. I mean, it is still a rare pilot. Drew's it's not wrong. Just a, it's a six-hull ship with no shields and two agility. Um, it's, you know, it's very durable. It's not that that dangerous um, to play to play with. I think, you know, I think you can leave Redline out, sure, but you're you're running into this issue. Like, wait, we've got the we've got the bomber on steroids, and then game but we don't have in the hyperspace game but we don't have the bomber in the hyperspace game um and i i mean i'm just thinking the way that i think the ffg is thinking i think they're looking for they're looking for uh, iconic fights in in hyperspace is what they're looking for so they picked a very strange assortment for the I, I agree though i i see i can see i can i can see what they're going for and uh Again, I think it does a, a great disservice to Star Wars to like completely neuter the most iconic, you know, evil t- faction. You know, uh, so I think they'll change some things to make the Empire a little more exciting again, where they were so good not too long ago, um, when hyperspace was so open. Well, still, still well are. I mean, <laughs> in hyperspace, there's there's no. It, it, okay. I mean, an extended. Right, right. That's what I mean. Extended. You know, anything goes. So it's anything goes. But like. In hyperspace, the old hyperspace was basically, in my eyes, just like extended. Save, you know, stands like a few upgrades or something, or a, a pilot or a couple pilots. You know, it's much more restrictive now. So I think it really yeah. has hurt the Empire a lot. And uh, yeah, I actually like the decimator being in there, but the uh, there, it's just so expensive. And with the and then the decimator is never just at its base cost. So you, you bump it up to you know, 90, a hundred points and it's just insane. I just think it's a shame that they have improved the Lambda so much and that they're not using it. In right. Space. They, they just made it a better ship than it was in terms of balance and fun. And, and then they're, then they're not using it. That's just weird. Yeah. I would put the Lambda back in, but maybe take out test people, take out Jendon, like challenge people to use Kagi or, or to use uh Who's the other I, I one that I'm, I'm forgetting? Uh, oh yeah, Psy is really good. Like Psy could be a huge lift for the for for um, hyperspace mm-hmm. to potentially. Psy can be so good. So moving on to Scum, yeah. we've got the Fenral fighter because no one well so, Skull Squad. I take it back. <laughs> the Boba Fett class, Dangar class, the M3A, which has had a massive resurgence since it was introduced to hyperspace and had its points dropped. I don't think that Doctor Khan. Unfair to say. And then, dear God, does anyone play anything other than Seavor out of the mining guild time? No, 
Nobody plays anything but gas clown. Yeah. Because, no, so the mining guild tie is not yeah. even played because Seabor's not even hyperspace yep. illegal yep. anymore. The mining guild tie, when everybody was playing rocks, was fantastic. Yeah. No, nobody's playing rocks anymore. Yeah. Gas clouds killed the mining the the mining guild tie. I do find it interesting that with the with the way hyperspace is set up, people aren't running Ahab. You have pretty good odds in a tournament of running into a Falcon, Boba. I'm sure I, if I took two minutes i could go through the other factions. medium and, and large ships yeah. yeah like you're gonna run into three ship lists in hyperspace very often i don't know why ahab doesn't get in the game more wow you're right with three agility too you could be rolling five you'd be rolling five dice on, on your first turn yeah you could be rolling five or six dice if it's obstructed on defense that's yeah that's i uh, i don't know i think people have just abandoned the mining guild clat because of the obstacle yeah. issue i think they just don't even want to deal with it well then there's also better choices in hyperspace choices quote unquote as like pilots right like you go for the swarm i you might see i have but mo you know there's dengar there's fet there's fen like it's weird that right. the empire was such an ace faction and like scum really i mean they kind of were but now with this version of hyperspace, like this is the ace faction if you want to play aces. So interesting. I, yeah, that's that's such a good point. I always saw Scum before as like the kind of bridge between the like swarmy faction, but like the AC faction mm -hmm. where you had like, you know, a little bit of a salad with some name pilots and maybe a couple generics, four or five ships max. But now you're seeing two ship lists a lot or the the seek swarm or the seek swarm with the with the uh which is an yep. insane list it's so good it, it, with two fang fighters in there yes, and like yeah. is it four seek fighters all that will probably ionize or tractor you it's only a matter of time you know if your dice aren't horrible yeah i i only yeah. really have one complaint about scum in hyperspace and that's that the mining guild tie is essentially a non-existent in in the game right now uh if i was going to do if I was going to do anything, I'd pull the mining guild tie and I'd put Guri in hyperspace, just as a just as a way to counter Kylo and as a way to counter Boba Fett. So you're going to give hyperspace Guri and Finn? His advanced sensors hyperspace legal I'm guys. I'm trying to I'm trying to find anything with a sensor slot in hyperspace right now to figure that out. The B wing. The advanced advanced sensors is not hyperspace legal. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Bye, Guri. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mining guild tile, and I wish there were a way to just say, when you're when you're flying mining guild ties, just you get to decide the obstacles. Bring three extra obstacles, and after obstacle placement, you replace your opponent's obstacles with yours. I mean, at that point, I think you see every scum player bring the other three. One, like one cheap mining guild tie in every list, and just go. Well, I mean, you can obviously. That, that's a that's a major change. So you can balance it however I'm you want. I'm not saying I disagree with him. I would love anything. I would love nothing more than to see less gas clouds in X-Way. Yeah. Yeah. I think the gas clouds have, have gotten a lot more tough, though, since you guys don't agree. You think the strain thing is just a non, it's just not a big deal. No, it isn't. It isn't that. It's that they've, they've done weird things to ships that have obstacle ability. Uh, their, their, their ubiquity is just messed stuff up. The strain doesn't outweigh a lot. Of, a lot of times, the strain doesn't outweigh the the free evade. I wish you just had to take the strain. And you might not even take the strain. Yeah, which I think is so stupid. I get so frustrated yeah. when I play games with my opponent and they never take effects from any obstacle. Like they never take damage from the rocks, but then they hit the gas clouds three or four times and never take a strain. Yep. It's 
they should it should be forced just like debris with a stress yep you take a strain you went through your gas clouds that you brought for your little padded pillow support take the strain you know the only thing that i would keep um for sure in scum is the fire spray and i would just make it so that boba fett cannot do this bullshit one combo wing crap yeah so i had an idea speaking of boba fett if you guys don't mind just me jutting in one more time and then i will shut up um what if you just made the slave one title not hyperspace legal done sold i think it's i think it's great but i gotta be honest i i rarely use slave one what who are yeah, you? Me what? too. <laughs> what? I've used it in the past. Yeah. I've used it so much. Slave One is a Slave One is a bailout for people who who don't see what's coming. Um, I I rarely use it. Honestly, if I use it once every three games, it's pretty amazing. It can be a bailout. I don't necessarily agree that that's what people only use it for. It's it allows you to decide to line up a block too because Boba love he sometimes getting blocked is the best situation to be in with Boba too yep. like right. Um, I, don't get me wrong, I still take it because it's one freaking point, <laughs> and it's amazing for one freaking point. But it's just a, taking it out is not going to significantly okay. hurt. So Boba. fair. So here's a counter. You just get rid. What about crew slot? Crew slot's gone. Yeah, I mean, no mall. I would, no, I would be yeah. very happy. No one would be perceptive. No one does, but you, you wouldn't do couldn't do perceptive either. But it's always always mall. Yeah, I, I think that's I, pretty I, good. I, my only issue with that is that you're you're punishing all the other pilots in the uh, in the line um, for Boba Fett's crimes. So. You would lit- you would only pull it on. I guess you would only pull the crew slot on Boba Fett because I don't have a problem with Boba on Amon or uh, with perceptive copilot on Amon. Yeah, I actually I'm so okay. So I, I I will disclaim I was one of the people that was flying Boba Fett for a while in the hyperspace meta, um, and my reasoning for it was because they kind of just killed Scum for me, and I liked flying Scum, and I didn't really have I didn't want to fly. I didn't have enough Seek fighters. I wasn't going to buy a bunch of them. I didn't really. I'm not a swarm guy. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that. And I've never tried Dengar. So I wasn't, you know, I didn't really feel like giving the Jumpmaster a shot just because I've never even flown it before. And the dial's weird. So whatever. So that was my option. Was Boba Fett. Um, and I really think that what they did, to, the way they curated the scum faction is why Boba is such is such an, an annoyance for so many people. That is my argument that, yes, there are balancing problems with Boba Fett and it's been exposed. But I think the biggest thing that's been exposed is just the fact that scum players just they lost Gurry, you know they've lost a lot and they've lost old Tarok. uh what are you gonna do Abby. you know that you can't like ketsu like there's just not yep for long yeah. too right the, uh, yeah there's so many there's so many good pilots that they that they you know could have put in and they and they chose not to and then of course the ones that were put in are like super ac and their upgrades are really cheap and it's just like that's all you see. What I really want to see is the IG, like just throw the IG in there. I mean anything, um, right? Like something yeah. else that we can see. Like let me see. Okay, so the way I see scum is three lists you're going to see. It's there's that the team the Timo Rob, which is a great list by the way. Dengar, um, was a Dengar uh, Boba list, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's that list, super good. There's the Actor Khan Swarm list, the Seeks and the and the two. Um, Zelt recruits, yep. and then there's 
the Boba Fett list. Yep. There's three lists of, of all of the stuff that they give you, this curated selection. That, yeah, personality, I don't feel like there's really much at all. And like uh, Drew mentioned, just add, add IGs. Can you just add something? Add the G1A back. Like, why? Why is it? Yeah. Can you? Yeah, it's it's their fault. Like, Boba is popular because it's like, if you had, like with Empire, with Vader being a choice, one of the few choices, why would you not take Vader? He's amazing. Why would you not take Boba? He's amazing. Yeah. Like, you can't fault players yeah. for using something that's going to maybe give them a chance to win. And that's the way it no, is. Especially, especially because Boba, Boba Finn is in that really weird place where it is broken as shit, but it's actually still fun to fly like most lists that are broken as crap i hate flying them i just don't i don't enjoy yeah and there's it's a daredevil feel too because fen can go down in turn one and very often then we'll go down right then i'll go down on a range three miracle shot because i thought i was out of range and didn't want to be stressed to take a focus so i died to a to a primary from a sick fighter um you know that that kind of thing. Right. But if it were me, Fang Fighter'd be out, Jumpmaster Five Thousand be out, Courage would be in, and the G One A would be in. Okay. I think the aggressors that would be. I wouldn't mind that. The, problem, the only problem yeah. with the aggressors, which I love, going way back, we have history. Is you, you, if you put them in there as they are now, you need two of them. Um, yep. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's the that's the only Yeah man, just give me give me that fourth list variant. Give me something, you know. Just Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to resistance. This one's gonna be a little bit shorter because there's only one ship missing. Um (laughs) why don't we just put it this way? Does anyone disagree with taking the fireball out of hyperspace and putting in the resistance falcon? Uh, I, I mean, I like the fireball because it's a new ship, but I do agree, like, it's so abusable with, like, the seven, right? And I know it's not particularly strong, but I, I really feel like, you know, the intent was to not, you know, have you able to, like, mass produce, right? Like, just flood the board with these things. Um, I would, I would totally agree with that. I, I would... I would do something to nerf Ray's abilities with with the list that you see uh, with Bryant Francis flew at uh, Space Jam LA with you know that's that that Ray combo with two other ships, but Ray just Ray producing four or five hits guaranteed every turn like in hyperspace. I would need to see something taken away from her to make it so it wasn't so much of a guarantee. Right. Um, I'm looking at the I'm I'm trying to look at what you could do. Yeah, Rose and Finn are both legal. As much as I love Ray, I and part of me is screaming to tell Nikki's wrong. Um, she's good. I mean, she's really good. But man, <laughs> putting Ray would be—I would be—I'd be terrified if, if they added the Resistance Falcon with Ray. Yeah, I mean, I would be. I think if you really wanted to put the damper on Ray, you would just pull Rose from hyperspace. You pull Rose crew from hyperspace because then you're taking away her free target locks. And that would probably be enough. Is there any other ship that you... I, I, I feel like there isn't really a choice as far... I don't want to say there isn't a choice. You can't really pull anything else from Resistance without really limiting them even more. Maybe you take the transport out. I hate the transport. I don't I, agree. I, 
I absolutely hate it. I, I think it's silly that the pod is so good. I've always thought that was an accident because yep. it seemed like yep. a throwaway, yep. like, oh, this is stupid. And then people are like, oh, I have to put Finn in my list. I have to put Rose in my list. I'm like, uh, guys, do you realize your stupid little cheap pods are like accounting for like some of the biggest wins and like the most like successful outcomes? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Finn at 32 yeah. is, or uh, what, Finn at 32 is one of the most efficient ships in the game with just optics and heroic so good like he's, he's yeah, insane yeah. and this is in effect how how thematic is that that finn in a little pod is just wrecking people yeah so that, that, those are my favorite those are my favorite star price of the book i just movie. think it's funny <laughs> if we're going to talk thematic why do the why does resistance get three i5 a wings and rebels get none <laughs> like yeah. because that's the problem with rebels. Rebels need better. A-wings. That, that is, that that's, is a problem. I don't know if that's the problem. You give rebels better a wings so that they're that. You give rebels two really good a wings. Hera like, and Tycho. Um, Done. You, you give them two yeah. really good a wings, and you dramatically increase increase the number of effective lists rebels can build. If if you took Hera's ability from either of the ships she's in and put her in an a wing. Rebel players would take prockets in every single game because you never miss. Like if you, yeah. could, if, if you could, t- if you could change Harris' dial with prockets, you'd never miss. But there's the thing: prockets aren't hyperspace illegal, right? No, but even like that's why I think that's why they haven't put Hera in an A-wing is because that combo. That's not even a combo. That's an autumn. That's an auto take. Even if you made her what she's 38 in a ship with the same number of hull and three attack dice. You know, maybe you make her cost. Yeah, just say you ported over thirty-eight points. Would you? I don't ever... think you port it. Well, I don't think you port it over only because the A-wing has so many more blue maneuvers, right? But even so, I think I think that would be great for rebels, and I think that it is one of the strongest points that um, resistance have. Right, five A-wings are always making, um, right. not always making the cut, but they're always high up there. Yeah. Especially with people who know what they're doing yeah. with them. And remember, if we saw a Hera in an A-Wing, she's going to be expensive, and she's still only have to, going to have two attack dice. So, like, people are going to have to figure out a different list-building strategy with Hera. Um, it I, wouldn't just be like, a, oh, you know, here's a 35, 40-point you know, ship that has amazing abilities. or whatever. I, I'm just saying, I guess you would see a list of just a few ships in a list with, like, a Hera and an A-Wing. That's my, I think that's if she was anything think. lower than 42... I would play her. I would automatically start including her in builds, because here's a here like he put it this way: if you if Harrow was forty points with her ability in an A wing, which I think is probably that's about fair, um, and all I can do is put crack shot and prockets on her. Would you rather have Hera in an A wing or Thane Kyrell? That's not a, I, everyone here is not saying it because you know the truth, <laughs> right? Like. Right? I mean, how often are we are you seeing Thane's ability even being used? Exactly. Like, right. Yeah. Like we used to laugh at, at, we used to joke that Kylo was an I five with two force and fuck his ability. You see Kylo's ability way more than you see Thane. Yeah. Thane, when you yeah, get it I, right, I Thane's ability is so, so feels good. It was so feels good, but it never happens. Only, he's dead before you could use it. He's dead before you could use it. He's yeah. Dead. He's he's only ever good against you know. What Falcons, Boba, and the Decimator? If he's not dead, yeah, <laughs> he's usually always dead. He's not dead because <laughs> otherwise he's just an I five X wing with you know with a token. Yeah. 
I think that when I'm talking about better A-wings, though, I'm not talking about building individual ships. I'm talking about ships that contribute to what Rebels are supposed to be. Well, the A-wing doesn't fit. The A-wing can fit. How would you make the A-wing a team player? why jake is played that's why he's the only one who's played well no, but but that's also that's jake's ability point. right like jake's ability is a that's team player hera is definitely or at least you know it would be more of an ace that's that is my point i'm talking about better a-wings that contribute to the to the rebel team yeah, and how many aces have only two attack dice too that I, I can't think of too many like you know high initiative aces i mean all the technically all the jedi Sure, but yeah, but usually see something stable onto them that give them extra dice or give them the opportunity to get extra dice. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, like I'm not disagreeing on the point, but you'd have to consider what you could staple to Hera with the with what you could stack on with Rebels. Like you could double mod an I five Hera really easily with a Procket with her ability. I'm I'm not saying it wouldn't be a really strong individual ship. I'm saying that what Rebels need, in my opinion, isn't really strong individual ship rebels need something that they can they can actually build a workable a working list around so vince just add right. e-wings back into hyperspace we'll call it a day <laughs> uh, we already covered rebels and they're never going to give me e-wings in hyperspace unless they really <laughs> just go with the dartboard strategy but you know i, I I guess we've moved away from covering resistance and uh oh, I do want to make it one point, sorry. Just speaking of the A Wings, um, it's just something about with resistance as a whole, that's their faction identity, is just the absurd amount of efficiency that they have. Individual um, efficiency, yeah. Yeah, the it like ZZ to low at forty well, points that just basically guaranteed not to take a damage. Yeah. It's, it's insanity. It's insanity. Right. Um, forty points, yeah. No. Yeah, sorry, just to plug that in before no, you no, move no. on. I don't think anybody disagrees with it. Um, yeah, it's just something to note that the Rebels would love to have some sort of efficiency in general, but in hyperspace especially, Resistance is doing just fine. They're better than like any of the other factions with their individual efficiency. Yeah, that's, that's like, it, it goes beyond the RZ2s, which are fantastic. The T70 oh, is incredible. Three shields, that extra shield is so good. Three so good. straight um, blue. Yeah. No one realizes how important that is until you don't have it. And the foils, you get the bullseye, who cares? You get all your yeah. dice. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody talk about this before, but this this is interesting to me because the T70 servo motors at zero points is strictly better than the T65 servo yes. motors at zero yeah. points. So effectively, even though there's really supposed to be two points um separating the t70 from the t65 it's really more like one because the servo motors are worth more on the t70 um there it is such a fantastic that's why it hurts to play t65s when you just know the existence of the t70 is there it's like just making you making you feel worse (laughs) you're only you're the only advantage the t65 has over the t70 is the rest of the faction around it uh moving on to first order which won't take very long I don't think there's any reason to put the Upsilon in hyperspace. Oh, God. Nope. G-Class shuttle. Just yep. add the G-Class that's shuttle. It. And all the, and that's really all they're missing. We've like That's been known for a while is a small or medium-based crew carrier. 
Yep. Yep. And uh, hopefully that crew, uh, the I can't remember the name of this captain that gives people like passes jam tokens across the board and calculates and all that stuff. Um, hopefully that that crew uh, member oh, the will weird be guy, the- highly, very high. I'm hoping because I can't imagine a game where my opponent is just giving me jam tokens no matter where I am uh, yeah. with a cheap crew uh, crew member. So. I'm just hoping that that is all balanced out, and I agree that 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 shuttle add that shuttle in, and we'll be you know, first order should be looking in decent shape. Moving on to uh, Republic, I think they're I think Republic's in pretty good shape as far as hyperspace goes. Um, I'm glad they don't get the 104 squad anymore because that ship is still stupidly efficient. I don't care what anyone says. Unfortunately, Oddball still sucks. Wolf is still undercosted. The Naboo is like, okay, I'm just going to throw this out to the group. How much of a disaster is the Naboo Starfighter outside of Rick? Give them the torrent pack, for God's sake. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't sleep on Padme. Um, Talk to Jeff. Sh- Jeff, educate the man. Well, he's talking about a build that is designed yeah. to um, that is designed to really, really use her. Typically with right. Luminara, yeah. things like that. And and that's a different that's a different subject. Padme by herself is hot garbage. Oh, totally. I mean, so that's my question. Like, what are, what would you do to fix the Naboo? Like, how do you make the Bravo Squad playable? You drop the um the uh, what's it called the the cheapest Jedi um the Ether Sprite. You just get rid of the the, the Jedi just, Knight. Just, just like, get rid, get of, the rid generic. of the generic. Yeah, just get rid of the generic man. Like I agree. I that's feel like good, that's good the call. that's the biggest issue, right? Like you have, you know, it rolls the same amount of attack dice. It does have the extra uh, agility, but it also has force and double double action economy, right? And technically, the Naboo does two. It just doesn't have the force. So if you look at two of them side by side, you know they do do different things. They're you know one is way more maneuverable. Blah, 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 sorry, way more maneuverable than the other. I'm really passionate about this, as you can tell. Like, I just feel like the, the cheapest Ether Sprite needs to get the GTFO, um, and th- and then you'll see the Bravos and the and the and the Naboos come back. And I think that would make the the faction. I think it would be better for the faction overall. I I, I don't know if I don't know if kicking the kicking the Jedi Knight out is going to change the fact that a Bravo squad is essentially a zero sum like a zero. It's it's not a plus ship. It's it it has no war. Its war is zero. It is a it is it's war. It wins above replacement <laughs> for those at home keeping score at home. As another baseball guy, uh, well, so let's look at. I'm sorry, I'm I'm uh, building. So let's say plasma torpedoes, right? Because why are you just going to fly a Bravo without anything? I'm usually seeing them with with some sort of torpedo. Yeah, that's and that's an astromech droid. But I don't. They can't. Do yeah. It. Right. They're looking. We're looking at just sort of fifty points. Uh, you know, like mid forties up to fifty points. Um, if you don't have a sensor upgrade, sometimes they have passive. So fifty. Um, yeah, that's uh, fifty points is a threshold where it really starts to be challenging to build a list with them. Yeah, and um, and remember, yeah, especially with their. I don't think they can carry munitions, and I, I think that asking them to carry munitions and be uh, viable is is really tough. Um, I, I'd like to see just a card designed for them. Something that, like uh, like Drew said, maybe if you get rid of the Jedi Knight and you give the Naboo a, a card actually designed for the Naboo, maybe you see something uh, done with the generics. Yeah, I think Rick also needs to go up. Um, I, I believe that Rick should go 44. up in points. 
I agree with that. Yeah, yeah I, it shouldn't be by much, but Rick is, it, it's silly. It's like, he's, he can be predictable, but then again, you usually can't really, you're not going to plot your dial maneuvers to counter Rick's ability because then they're just kind of, you know, playing against yourself at the same yeah. time. Um, yeah. Since, since Regen went up, is Rick really, I mean, is he dominant the way that he used to be since Regen went up? Uh, it's still fairly it's, cheap on him. Just, yeah, and I never thought that regen was that important yeah. on Rick. Even if you saw it, I don't think the player really they cared as much about Rick having regen because Rick's so cheap. Oh man, regen on Rick is regen. The so problem, the thing crazy. about regen on Rick is that if he's not dead, he's above half. Yep, and it's priced yeah, yeah. for it's priced according to agility and Rick is a three agility shield, all but on the card yeah. it's two. Exactly yeah. on paper, hmm. right. So he took. I think Rick took a significant hit when when Regen went up. I don't think it made him unplayable, but I don't really want to make him unplayable. I I just want to make the other ones more playable. Yeah, I I don't know if I'd say that he really took a hit. I just don't see Republic being Republic is in a challenge spot right now. Um, just because people can either fly a bunch of Jedi Knights or they can try CLT getting CLT to work, but without being able to disengage and not engage and fly away and take away, take away a half points in the middle of the game. You know, they're, they're, that's what Republic players got so used to was what regen let them do with how pink things were structured. And I don't think it's a Rick problem. I think it's more of a regen thing. I think it's forcing players to either pick a different faction or to just kind of give Republic a break in hyperspace. There's also a weird, like the, the ship chunks, that you can build in Republic tend to be a little bit weird, which is, I sort of, I was like, why would you take the torrent out? It's in, it's in the squadron pack, first of all. <laughs> yeah. But the, the torrent gives you a certain chunk of a ship that is otherwise really hard to get in, in Republic. You know, I, I kind of like to see torrents come back. And the bad torrents should come down in price. So all of them that um, isn't kickback and axe. I mean, pretty much all of them that isn't the gold squadron. Right? <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like axe has a spot just because he's a, a, a the token, an automatic token pass. Like he's a better Garvin, basically. Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> Tucker, my boy. Can we talk about the fact that if you put anything in a list with Swoop, they become unplayable because he uh, because he they trade their action for a for a red boost. Do you read his ability for me? I, I can't remember yeah, his ability. Uh, after a friendly medium or small uh, friendly smaller medium fully executes a range a speed three to four maneuver, if it is at range zero to one, it, it may perform a red boost. A red boost. It also has to fly through a ring of fire in order for that ability to trigger, too. Like, there are so many triggers for that to work. Yeah, it's... You, you can't... Um, yeah, I, I agree. The torrent... The, the torrent... Um, I think they took the torrent out as, like, a knee-jerk reaction because they're like, oh, I'm seeing this two-torrent ob plow list all over the place, and it's getting annoying for some people. And what it's not... It wasn't that big of a deal. Um, with regen, like it was annoying, but I don't think it was that big of a deal. But the torrents weren't the problem. You put them back. I don't have a problem with that. As Jeff mentioned, they were in the pack. They should be in hyperspace. Yep. That's my opinion on that. And then we also have to talk about what's going to happen when the lat comes in. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that has the potential to really um, 
system. I mean, it's not even the potential. The lat one way or the other is going to make a huge splash. It just depends on whether it's in the pool or if the pool yeah. has been drained and it's on the bottom. Points are important too because uh, a ship that can like modify its own dice and friendly dice, yep. Yep. Um, yep. like for free, like it's frustrating when those ships are so cheap. Yeah. Last but not least, the one everybody loves to hate: <laughs> the separatists. Aww. What do we do? What do we do to get separatist players away from just running droids? You remove all of them from the faction. <laughs> Sorry. You, you combine all droids have struts because struts are zero, and you raise the price of droids. Yep. I think they're one. I believe they're a point. They are right now, yeah. No. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll, right. No, what I'm saying is what you do is you make struts zero. Oh, I see. And you raise the price of droids. The The idea that struts are separate from droids is absurd. I also could see them uh, making Discord missiles uh, not hyperspace legal. People probably will cry um, if that happens. But um, that's definitely going to have an effect, too, because uh, th- those uh, you see a lot of Discord carriers. What if you took the hyena um, out of hyperspace and put well. in the Belbalab? Because uh, then you'll just get you'll just get the extended uh, lists that we're winning a lot with all the with all the vultures in the Belbalob. I think that's one of the reasons why it's not in yeah hyperspace. But what about giving Solus one two and yeah uh, Pervium? What about giving the Nantex? Um, I don't remember what the upgrade is, but the one that it the major one that it lost. Um, the gravity. Yeah, the the gravatic. Um, Deflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, deflection is hyperspace legal. No, the other, the uh, what is it? Okay, I'm gonna. Look oh, ensnare. 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 That's the one. Ensnare. The card that I think probably has evoked more salt than any other single card in 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 any no, of two point it It's expensive though. Yeah. Like it's really it, expensive. It doesn't matter. It's flat out broken. It was a broken design. I. They I agree. It was, but I think with the new tractor rules. It's interesting. I think it's interesting. Uh, I, I think that the I think that the kind of play like hyperspace looks to me like this is the sort of thing where they want people that are new to X-Wing to come in and play hyperspace. In Snare on a Nantex, it almost doesn't matter how much it costs, is the sort of thing that drives a new player away from ever playing another X-Wing. I agree. I'm not a fan of Tractor being a thing yep. in general. Yep. It, it drives veteran players away from X-Wing. There are guys who still to this day cry that they don't, they don't get all three of their evade dice. Well, it's not only just the evade dice, but it's also like, you know, your opponent literally gets to play the game with your ship, you know, without... Exactly. Yeah, it's not, it's, yeah. not, it's, not, it's not fair. It's like, I literally, I know life's not fair, but... I didn't invest all my points to let somebody like in my ships to let somebody like basically yeah move it around, grab my stuff, put it on rocks. Like it's a bummer. It's just a huge yeah. bummer. And um, I, I don't like the fact that, you know, tractor, not only does it let you, you know, they can move you, but then you get a permanent negative one agility for, you know, all the, the rest of the round. And it's just like, it just seems to be such an unnecessary negative aspect of the game so i i think they respond a weird little little twitch that goes to the the whole idea of new players playing it um tractor the nerf to tractor that they made to a great extent 
depends on your opponent who is tractoring you, telling you what you're permitted to do with your ship. It, not just in a bad way, we're moving your ship onto this rock right now, or whatever, but in a good way. To a certain extent, you're, you need to rely on your opponent telling you, you can rotate your ship and take a stress if you want to have a shot. And, and I yeah. gotta tell you, I know plenty of players that will not be playing a new play, won't be telling that to a oh, new sure. player next week. No, that's been a, yeah, I mean, that's there's just players out there um, I, I cite this example, just really quick example. I, there was a player that I played at LVO that got mad at me by the way I rolled my dice and got really upset with me. And it was very awkward. And it's just, you just have to know that there are people out there that are, are they're going to take advantage or try to find a way to take advantage of, of situations. And Wait, I think the, tractor, the way you rolled your dice. Yeah. He, he, he said I wasn't rolling it enough, yeah. basically. Yeah. I told Vince about it because I was so flabbergasted by it. That, that's a word, but I was caught off guard. And, and then I actually offered to completely re-roll all my dice anyway. Um, and he's like, no, no, no. But I'm like, all right, whatever. So the next time I rolled my dice, I actually literally threw them up in the air. And I still got like four hits. But I was just like, <laughs> and I, I stomped him. But as, as he should lose. And people like that should lose. I, should I did everything I could to make sure he did not win that game. They should lose and they yeah. should lose badly for that. <laughs> Right. Just because you're not having a good time on your end or you made some mistakes doesn't mean you can actually literally take it out on your opponent. And I yep. think Tractor is a way to take something out on your opponent where it just feels unwarranted. It's just like, oh, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Uh, people also don't know with the rotation thing, you can be stressed already and take another yeah, yeah, and rotate. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, and, and you're reliant on the person who is doing the tractoring. If you're not familiar with that rule, and and that's common because it is a complex rule. It's also and changed it's a change the way it used to be. You know, if you're not familiar with it, you're reliant on your opponent telling you to do that. And as far as I'm telling you, you can do that. And as far as I'm aware, there is no mandate that your opponent do that, which means there are people who won't. It's also one of the the MPE things of like, you know, X-Wing is all about board positioning and it's like, great, I beat you because I guessed where you were going or I moved before you did and I threw you somewhere you didn't want to be, yep. right? Like, yep. I, I'm choosing where you're going. It's like with the uh, with the quad jumper, as silly as it is and like, you know, rarely played. I had played a game with Dion on stream where he just like, I was flying an E-wing list, but he just harassed me with that thing, and I because he moved before me, so I couldn't stop yeah. where I was. And he's just like, "Cool, range one arc tractor, you know, throw me onto a rock." And he did it like three times, and it's just like, oh. don't like that. Don't like that. It's that easy and that simple to be able to do stuff like that. But well, it's you know, that's I've, tractor. That's tractor. I've told this story before, but when we were playtesting tractor beams, it was a hundred percent in the context of you had to hit something to tractor them. And the next thing we know, auto tractoring has become a thing. And uh, it was just like, wait, this isn't yep. when this was when this ability was designed. It wasn't an automatic thing that you did. That's a completely different, completely different ability. Yeah. Um, but that's the way it came down. You know. Yeah. Right. Well, all right. I think that's as good a place as any uh, before we just continue to mine salt over in Snare. Um, we also ran over just a little bit past time, but I don't... Ten minutes over is nothing special for us. 
Nick, thank you very much, sir, for joining us. We'll uh, have you back as thank soon you guys. as possibly convenient. Up and Drew, sign out whoever you like. Yeah, take care, week. everybody. Thank you. And uh, everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week, and we'll talk to you again next Thursday. Thank you.